Straight Talk Uncut. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Tellus, back with another edition of Straight Talk Uncut. This episode is being recorded on March 13th, 2017. And the quote for this episode goes like this. The man who wants to do something finds a way. The other finds an excuse. Again, the man who wants to do something finds a way. The other finds an excuse. And that's by anonymous, unknown. I'm not sure who um, what it, who said that quote or where that quote come from, but I found it online and it was fitting. I was actually looking for a quote related to another quote, another quote that I actually it wasn't even a quote. I, well, I guess I'm quote, it was quoting someone, but it wasn't like a a standard quote that I normally use. I was watching this um, sales training video, and the, the the thing about sales training is it puts you in the perspective that when you think any kind of training, matter of fact, any kind of training from a veteran, any kind of training from someone who who is not just a trainer. But someone who's put in the hours doing the job and are now training that thing. And you can tell the difference because the person that has put in the work and done and done the thing that he's training, when when he says stuff, you you feel like, is he in my brain? Is he in my mind? Because when he puts out all the little excuses you have for yourself, all the Everything that you make up for the reason why you're not achieving your goals and whatever it is, you 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 almost like you laugh because you you thought all this time it was just you, you know, like you you have these unique excuses. So, so this guy, he he made the quote or he made the statement that, um, like how sometimes when when people. When, when you are, like like now, when you are going back into a field that you once were in that's now dominated by all the young bucks, which is a lot of things now, as an older person, you know, older than, like, what the, the standard entry level is now, it's almost like a, a, a guy who's 40 coming into the rap game or a guy who's 40 um, or, or a chick who's 40 you know, putting out a country album or something like that. It's like, you're going to have that thing in the back of your head. But so what he said was um, talking about um, how, like, as, as older people, we don't retain much. Like, like I, don't, I don't retain. He was being facetious. He was saying, like, you know, you have to always keep learning. You have to always be in the state of learning. You know, in memorizing or or learning, like techniques before you can make them your own. And so he put out the excuse was like, "Oh, but you you probably saying like, yeah, but I can't I can't retain things like that anymore. I'm older. I can't re- I can't mem- my memory is not as good." And he made the statement of, "Is it really a lack of retention or a lack of desire? Which is it?" And so that's when I found this quote, the man who wants something is going to find a way, the other is going to find an excuse. And I, I was, uh, you guys, I actually, um, 
I put off, you're going to see a big gap in dates between this episode and my last episode because I had to sacrifice putting up episodes because I I, I had been spending so much time and in, in, in making so many excuses um, studying for my real estate license. And matter of fact, just when I heard that uh, the saying was like, is it a lack of retention or a lack of desire? And I kind of like somebody put me on the spot because the company, one of the, uh, my mentors gave me a call and was like, Hey, what, you know, what's going on? You, you got your, your training done. You got your license out of the way. What's, what's, what's happening? You know, because the date that I said I would be done had passed. <laughs> so, and, and I, and as soon as he called, I saw him, I saw him call and leave a message. I knew what it was about. You know, I was like, and this dude is on it because I said this date and it's past that date. And now he's like, okay, so what's up? And so, um, and so I was like, what? and so I was like, um, I was like, yeah, yeah. So, and now, and here's, here's the excuses I was making because like, you guys know, this is my second foray <laughs> into real estate. I had let my, my license expire. So I was getting my license again. And um, and unfortunately, you know, when you when you let your your license lapse or it expire after a certain amount of time, you have to take the whole exam. And the exam is basically there's two portions. There's a national portion, which everyone takes, and then depending on what state you're in, you have to take an exam for that state. So it's two it's two tests. And since I um, last took the test. When I initially got my license, which was in like I think 2005 or six or something like that, and then I got my broker's license after that, which is it's, it's, it's whole is different. But I got my initial license. Since then, a lot of stuff changed. You know, a lot of stuff in the real estate business changed. And plus, when I got my license before, um, I had two young daughters, and. Or did I, and I think my wife was pregnant with my third daughter. Or maybe she had just been born. I can't even remember. But I, I don't think I had any kids in school is my point. My, my oldest daughter may have been in like half-day kindergarten, but I didn't have any, any kids in school. And um, so I didn't, I didn't have, I wasn't like the taxi guy like I am now. I wasn't like ripping and running and getting, you know, waking up getting kids ready for school and all this stuff it was just kind of like you know when, when kids that uh, that young and my I, I we were lucky all our kids were like except for no, my my um oldest and middle kid didn't sleep they were like night owls but i'm a night owl so it wasn't a big deal and you know uh, my wife and i we we never did daycare so we always made it work so that wasn't even a big deal but i always had time to just you know, sit and, and study. And so <laughs> with, with this time around, I was like, why is it taking me so long this time? Because before, you know, I, I, I um, had a correspondence course and knocked it out in like six weeks. And this time there's more ways, more resources, you know, being that it's 2017, there's a lot more resources to get you prepared for 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 that test even though there's there's a lot more things you have to learn so my excuse my i was making these excuses for myself like i'm older my, i can't retain I, all the things that this guy was saying in his sales training 
I just laughed. I was like, that is so true. So he was like, it's not, it's not a lack of retention. You, you can make whatever excuse you want, but there's somebody else in the same boat as you and not making that excuse. So it comes down to a lack of desire. And so I was like, yeah, I got to just buckle down and, uh, and get it done. So one, one technique I use, and this, I'm just throwing it out here for anyone who you know, is in that same state and want to just buckle down and get something done that they have to get done. Was I use this app, and, and this is a, an app I use. I use a lot of times when I, I just have to stay focused, and not be distracted. And this is an app called the Pomodoro. Um, I think that's it's just called the Pomodoro or something like that. But after I was done with all this training, I looked at the app and it, because it measures your time, it keeps you on track. It, you you have to look it up. I'm I, you know I'm not going to go into detail, but when I when I looked at the app. It, you know, once I finished my training and passed the exam, I had studied for approximately 188 hours that I put into studying um, for, for the exam. And I've used that same app when I want to learn anything. You know, if I want to learn anything and get up to speed, like for instance, I had, I used it when I was getting up to speed into learning uh uh, when I was when I was doing um, uh, developing film and everything, uh, you know, I was like, I'm, I'm gonna spend this amount of time learn relearning because I had never done it before last year. You know, I, I knew it in theory, I, I but I had never done any kind of like um, film developing, printing, anything like that. So I just buckled down and um, and used that app to say, I'm, I'm going to spend this much time learning about it, and the rest I'm just going to be doing. You know what I mean? So you're not in a perpetual state of just, I'm just going to learn about it. Eventually, you got to just do it. Um, and so once I just started getting all these signs of like, dude, you can't be keep making excuses. There's always an excuse to find for not doing something. It's, it's, you do, it's, it comes down to, how bad do you want to get this done? How 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 bad you want to do it? And then you have to find a way to to do it. And that's pretty much what I what I did. I had already been, you know, you guys know I get up at two in the morning. So what I did, two things. I cut out my workouts for like two three weeks. Actually, I, I cut it out for two weeks, and then I worked out for a week, and then cut out another week of working out. So today was my first day. Um, back working out because I, I took the exam uh, Saturday and passed it so and then I just kind of relaxed Sunday and then today Monday I uh, I did my first I did my workout and I did a, a just an exact copy of a workout that I sort of uh, been taking bits and pieces from uh, from from on from uh, on YouTube a guy on YouTube Andy Spears if you want to look it up but um so yeah, and I was just like, and when I, I mean, when I when I passed it, the exam, uh, you know, matter of fact, I texted one of my dude I know, and he was like, yeah, just to think, because I took it earlier. That's the other thing. I, I scheduled the exam earlier than I, I initially was going to take. I was going to give myself until the end of March, and and my reason for that is because my kids would have been on spring break. And I was going to, you know, because I was using the excuse of, 
you know, me always having to rip and run and take them to school and take them practice and after school events, just all this stuff. I was using that excuse. So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to, um, I'm going to wait till spring break and just cram and then do it then. And, uh, and I was like, you know, but once I started getting all these signs again, I was like, no, dude, it's like, if you don't, if you don't have it now, you're not going to have it by the end of, by the end of the month. You know, and, and so when I text my friend that I passed, he, he, that I passed it, I, I'm talking too fast. When I text my friend that I passed it, he replied back, and just think you were going to wait till the end of the month because he, you know, he knew I was going to wait till the end of the month. And I was like, yeah, you know, so it was like you, 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 you always can find excuses. And, and who's to say I would have waited and, I, you know, I probably would have failed. You know, it doesn't. It doesn't guarantee I would have been ready. I mean, if I'm if I'm not ready now, I've been, you know, I I started studying like in October, and and just kind of like you know bits and pieces really wasn't focused. And then you know once I got focused, it just started coming together. I mean, I was just like banging it, banging it out, just repetition doing. Um, I had a certain. Even if I passed one of my, like I had these practice exams, even if I passed it, I wanted to pass it with a, a, a score way higher than the minimum passing. So if the minimum passing is 80, I wanted to make like a 95. So I didn't consider myself done until I was making like a 95 on all of the sample or practice exams. And uh, and there was a lot of them. Like the the, the, the company that I used for my training was the same company that I use when I got my broker's license, which is my employing broker's license, which is different from an initial uh, real estate broker license here in Colorado. So, and I kind of like that system. So that's, that's what I went back to when I wanted to prep for the exam. And so, um, but yeah, so, so that made me think about everything. It's like any, like what else has I been, have I been lacking in and not just been putting enough attention into and so that brought me back to this morning when I did my workout because I had been doing like these uh, 20 minute workouts but I in, in in the past that used to work you know I would do these 20 minute workouts and you know eat Monday through Friday eat pretty clean and then you know on the weekends kind of like um, go a little bit crazy with the family but I, w- I was doing like these 20 minute workouts and it, it was fine, but now they don't seem. I don't see the gains that I want to see with these twenty-minute workouts. So I started to, um, I started to to do things a little bit differently. I started to lift a little bit heavy, and do a little bit longer workouts, but you know, with maximum effort, and, and not just like looking at uh, time limits. You know what I mean? So. This workout, it, it was a killer, and it's just because it, it was pretty much four workouts in one. And it's recommended, the guy Andy Spears recommended only doing it twice a week. Like, month, like do it, like if I do it today, I did it today, skip two days, and then do it again. Because it's, it's, it's you know, it's, it's pretty intense. And I had to switch it out a little bit because the heaviest dumbbell, it's, it's based on dumbbells. The heaviest weights I have in dumbbells are 35s. 
So I had to tweak it a little bit and um, and do a little bit more reps on some of the things that calls for a really high high uh, weight and like only like three um, three reps. So I had to do like five to ten reps on those exercises, but um, you know I'm going to implement that in with like something I've done in the past that that worked, and and um, and and that's just like uh, again with the you know making excuses. My excuse for for not doing workouts like this was well these other things worked in the past. Well, it's not working now, so you you can't you can't just keep using that and thinking just because it worked in the past. If you keep doing them, it's going to work. It, it, it's it's not work. It wasn't working. I wasn't seeing the results that I saw before that I wanted to see. So, um, so just use just think about that for anything, anything you're trying to do. And when you start to make excuse, excuses, just just think to yourself, no, it, 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 there's no excuses. It's just that for some reason. My desire is not at the level it should be if I really want to do this. And that's going to change your focus for one thing. That's going to put you, you know, if you were a beast at something before, that's going to get you back on track. Think about what made you a beast before. Well, you know, I don't, I don't care what it, what it, what it is. I don't, it, it can be something trivial if it's something that you want to get done. Especially if it's something that you've done before and you want to come you going back to it. You know, it's rare you have a second chance to do something and then do it at a higher level. You know, there's always this thing where you never have second chances. Sometimes you do. Sometimes you actually have a chance to go into something with more knowledge than you had before. <clears throat> um, you know, it's like that thing where, what, you know, what, what we say as we get older, if I knew then what I know now, sometimes you get that chance. And I've had that chance twice with photography, even though I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not doing like wedding photography or anything like that, but just the basics of photography or, or just a creative business in general. The, the, and, and the thing I have with that, the, what I know now that I didn't don't know then is, yeah, it's a creative business, but it's a business. You you have to put the business first. That has to be paramount. The business has to be first if you want it to last, if you want it to sustain. And you got to get away from the romanticism of of that. And if if it's if it's a thing of where you don't want to you know be in, involved with the business aspect you're going to have to hire somebody to do that part. You're going to, it, it has to be a part of your business, whether you're doing it or someone else doing it, someone that you can trust is doing it. So, and that's the, that's the other thing about, you know, me going back into real estate is that the things that I, I didn't like before, like now I know that. And now I can be preemptive and already put processes and people in place for that at the jump. And, and that's exactly what I started doing uh, sun, Sunday. I started, well, yesterday, I started doing that. I started like, okay, here are the things that I need to implement. I need to get the finances down. How am I going to track that? Uh, contracts and stuff like that. How am I going to, who am I going to put in place for that? And, and, you know, it's called a transaction coordinator, an assistant. How am I going to do that? Am I going to get a virtual assistant? 
someone part-time here in town. All of those things I'm putting at front instead of putting what seems obvious, how am I going to get biz? Like, how am I going to get clients? You know, that, that seems like that, that's going to be the obvious thing. How am I going to get clients? And that's up there, but your infrastructure has to be top. Like your, infra, your infrastructure, or at least just the basic plan. So to where when you get the clients, you can roll out that infrastructure. You know, you can't like get overwhelmed with clients. But once you get clients, you got to attend to them. You know, especially in a business like real estate where, or, or any business where no, no matter how honest and trustworthy you are, you seem shady in pretty much any kind of sales or like a lawyer or something like that. You have to have, you, you're going to have to pay attention to the client. You know, you can't give them any reason for all the assumptions and all the stereotypes to play an effect on their perception of you. You know what I mean? So, and that's the other thing I struggle with too. You know, like that perception. So that's why I, I'm starting out putting up infra, infrastructure so I can focus on the client um, and then have the infrastructure behind me to to back up, to back me up and, and to be the machine while I'm the face, you know, while I'm doing the, the, the face-to-face thing. So... Anyway, expect uh, expect me to be back on track with regular episodes, both the audio and the uh, YouTube channel. TV.straighttalkuncut.com is the YouTube channel. Uh, tell us at straighttalkuncut.com is where you can send questions and comments. Like I always say, I don't know a lot, but what I do know I talk straight about. This has been Straight Talk Uncut. Thank you guys for hanging in there and listening for this long. All two of you, three of you, four of you. And until next time, talk to you next episode.